Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. And I am the other half. My name is Dan. Welcome. This is episode 144. Happy Thursday, although you'll probably get this on Friday. But ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Aren't you happy? Steve, let's talk to him. Let's let's say something witty and fun and let's see what the fuck happens. <laughs> <laughs> How was your week, dude? Uh, my week was fine, man. I haven't talked to you much. Let's see. When's the last time I talked to you? You've been a bit of a stranger. So I have to think about it for a second. What? I don't think I've talked to you since you recovered from the coronavirus vaccine sickness, which was Saturday. Dude. Yeah, that was. <sighs> it's been a long time since I've talked to you. So let's see. Uh, how are you feeling? First of all. Oh, man. Here's the thing. You uh, I appreciate you. You you preparing me for the second day. It's still worth it. It was better than having anything close to the flu. But you prepared me for Saturday because Friday night I felt fine. I felt fine after getting my second max. Yeah, it's not so bad. And then Saturday, it was the it was the headache and just relax. Every time I tried to get up and do something, it was like, no, we're going to chill today, bro. I don't know if you got the memo. So um, I just chilled. And like within the span of five minutes, it just all went away. And I felt like a million bucks. So it was cool. Yeah, that sounds pretty familiar. I, I spent most of the day down. Just like you, mm-hmm. <laughs> but unlike you, I was a little more like with the program. So I'm like, yeah, I will chill because even little things, are, they seem hard right now. And I just seem super tired to do like stupid. You know what I mean? Like I had no energy to do anything whatsoever. So that's really the only difference I think is that you tried to get up and I'm just like, nah, I'm cool. Oh, dude. I'm just going to melt. Was, I was going to go on a jog and my body was, my body didn't want to get out of bed. And so when I went to lay on the couch, it was like, all right, we will at least give you the couch. At least we'll get you to the couch. But after that, we're doing nothing. You really were going to go on a jog, weren't you? I was definitely going to go on a cool little jog and then it was raining and I was going to be like, cool, raining jog. And it was just like, nope. And I laid down and watched Arrested Development and called it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, at least you're taking care of yourself. Steve, I'm a little disappointed. I'm sure you heard a little bit about this, but uh, your boy should be a lot richer this morning. Um, and, and, yes. and me and like a whole bunch of other people yes. should be a lot more rich this morning. And mm-hmm. uh, we're not. It's just <laughs> fucked up. I was wondering if you got on that, but you know, you know what it did? One thing it also did. Oh, well, first explain to the listener what you're talking about, Dan. I'm referring to Robin Hood or uh, Sheriff of Nottingham. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jeez. yeah, I was uh, referring to Robin Hood, the app, the uh, trading app. Now, you're not going to get this very educational stock talk from me because that's just not my bag. I'm a novice stock trader. Just doing it for fun, trying to make a little bit of extra cash. But yeah, something happened last night. Well, it actually happened a couple of days ago. And you've probably heard about the GameStop news. Mm-hmm. Basically, what was going on is that there was this hedge fund. See, GameStop is it was it's just kind of like under the radar. Like it's really not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. At least it wasn't because GameStop is on the verge of bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm thinking that they still will be, but hear me out. So... I don't understand how all this works. So I'm just going to give you my version of it. Okay. But basically, a bunch of hedge fund traders decided to like do a, a, what they call a short, I believe. 
And to the best of my knowledge, a short is like when if you borrow a share and let's say it's at like, I don't know, like five bucks or something like that, you eventually have to pay that back to the lender. But what they'll do is they'll try to do a short sale on it where they try to, you know, they'll sell it at that price and then hopefully buy it back after it drops down, making a profit. Well, on Reddit, and I forget the name of the Reddit site. I actually followed it, but this is all kind of new to me. But there was this person that was watching that and and kind of knew that something was going to happen. So they on TikTok, they got everyone involved. They're like, just buy the shit out of this stuff. GameStop, GME. You can look it up on NASDAQ. Can't look it up on Robinhood, though. And I'll explain that in just a little bit. So anyway, the stock, I had some of this stock, by the way, Steve. I, I know I'm kind of going back and forth. But like when I got the Robinhood app. That was like the first stock that they, they give you a free stock. And that was the one I got. And at one point I had, I think I had like 20 shares of it because it was only like three bucks a share. And uh, I sold it because like I said, GameStop's really not going anywhere. Ooh. Yeah, dude, don't. Just, <laughs> oh I know. God. I know, bro. I know. I know. Dude, I know. I know. But this was a with... while ago. This was like, oh man. this was probably, let's see. I started Robin Hood back in March, I believe. It was like, I was, tr- it was uh, spending money during the uh, coronavirus. Quarantine. Oh yeah. But doing the math and seeing that it was at three, three forty, three sixty at one point. I know. I know. That's a lot of freaking money. But I don't think anyone, I don't know. Some people were, I don't know. I don't really feel like I'm dumb in this case. It's no, just one of those not. things that. Oh, Jesus. Because you can't, I don't know. You can't predict the future. No, I, I, I know got, some I got to do the math on that. Hold on. Go ahead. Keep on Yeah, talking. no, please do the math on that. And then I'll just go outside and kill myself. 20 shares, you said? Yeah. Oh, my God. It should be $6,000 roughly. Oh, that's not bad. But it's <laughs> when you're at $3 a share Man. and then you wake up in the morning and it's at 300 plus. Gee, I thought it was going to be way. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that it's still, I wasn't even talking about the GME. First of all, that's not bad. Yeah. It's not that bad. 7,200, 7,200, but your boy's trying to buy a car. That would have been real nice. Oh man. That would have been real nice. My friend. Right. I know. Well, it gets worse. And, and still, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm late to the party and all this shit all the time. So punch a hole in this for me if you can, but this is where I'm at right now. So the stock skyrockets, right? And now these original buyers, and I know I'm I'm so lame about this shit, I apologize. But the original buyers now have to pay that back at the, you know, whatever it goes to. So they're losing like billions and billions of dollars, right? Literally billions of dollars. The stock goes up. It just keeps going up. And it got to like, like I said, like three something. And then people start getting super hip to it because there's lots of money being spent, right? So mm-hmm. last night, I heard about this and yesterday my whole day was like, oh man, I would have had like, you know, like you, what'd you say? 7,200? 72, that's not I'd bad. I had 7,200 just yeah, chilling. Chilling. Yeah. Just chilling. It'd have been nice, right? It's a story mm-hmm. to tell at work. Hey, guess what happened last night? That didn't happen. So being that I'm like really not hip to the stock scene, as you can tell by the way I'm talking, I'm on TikTok again last night and I'm pretty much oblivious to the whole thing. I was actually just watching TV and, and kind of scrolling through TikTok and they start talking about, all right, it's go time again. And they were talking about Nokia. They were talking about mm-hmm. AMC. They yeah. were talking about a stock called Naked, which I'm not entirely sure what it is. Yeah. And then there's one more that I'm missing. I can't think of it. Uh, was it Bath and Body? It doesn't matter. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to try this out. I got some cash. I'm, you know, I'm still sitting on some cash to buy a car. I'm taking my time with this. But I'm like, I- I'm going to play just a little bit. I don't want to go too crazy because I don't understand this shit. But I'm like, you know what? Steve will be proud of me. Steve, I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop five bills on Nokia. 
And I just bought it in like fractional shares, like that much. You know what I mean? I bought okay. that much of it. And it says, all right, cool. And it has it set up. And I bought it at, and I'll, I'll tell you right now, uh-huh. if you're interested. It doesn't really matter, but roughly it was in the neighborhood of like uh, 520, maybe uh-huh. something like that. Okay. But I'm thinking, because if you look down at like the, uh, like if you looked at the volume of what was being moved, it was like 1 billion something. <laughs> it was crazy. And I'm like, oh my God. So yeah, I dropped five bills and I got it at... Actually, I can't find out what I got it at, and I'll explain why. But it was like roughly five dollars okay. plus, right? There. Oh, five twenty-five. It says five twenty-five. Thank you very yeah. much. I was looking on the Robinhood app, piece mm-hmm. of shit. So I'm thinking I'm going to go to bed and wake up with some good news. Oh, well, who knows? But let's see what happens. Cue now the Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy, Jeff. Wrong, wrong. <laughs> I know. Jesus, but you know what? It's my own fault. And, and quite honestly, like, I, I'm not telling anyone to ever do this shit uh-huh. because. I'm not the person to get like I was talking to Nana on the chat. He's like, what stock should I buy? I'm like, man, don't ever listen to me on stocks. ever. <laughs> don't. I mean, I told him like what I have, not necessarily how much of what, but I just I have this and I dabble, but don't ever listen to me. I'm not the one. So I wake up this morning. I'm like, hey, now let's look and see what happens. And I tried to I'm like, OK. Oh, I also bought some, um, you know, what Zynga. Have you heard of Zynga? I yeah. have the okay, gaming. So now, product. that is something yeah. that I believe in. And if you look at their five year trajectory. Oh, dude, they're, they're going to be fine, dude. They're, yeah, they're, they're going to be I, fine. And I'll be real. I have about 70 shares of that shit right yeah, now. Yeah, they're, they're going to be fine. That's a long term smart move. Exactly. And that's the thing. It's not a get rich quick thing all the time. Mm-hmm. It's trust me. That's exactly what I tried to do last night. But on the normal average day, it's not how I roll. I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Because again, I'm trying to buy a car. That's literally all I was trying to do. I'm not trying to get rich and, and fucking, you know, fuck the government or fuck, yeah. the Wall, fuck Wall Street, yeah. anything like that. I just was trying to do something. But yeah, man, um, as you know, Steve, Robinhood pretty much shut all that shit down. They just like stopped. And basically what they said is that if you have shares through Robinhood, we will only allow you to sell these, close them. They're so trash, dude. Dude. So freaking Robin Hood is a and let me tell you what else I found out about Robin Hood what's that they what they do is you know um because you always wonder like oh how are they doing this you like what are they doing what's their goal what's their thing and someone looked into it and they're like oh what they do is they show what all of their users are doing a millisecond ahead of time to various stock I have heard they sell those things to them that which is and the thing is that's what they do and people said oh so using Robinhood you're always going to be a step behind and they make it that way so you never can get quite ahead this was just not so much being they there's no way to outfast hundreds of thousands of people doesn't matter how fast you are ahead of the game you are these people just overwhelmed the stock and it worked and now Robinhood's going to do everything they can to help their stock buddies. And let me tell you, a lot of people are now looking for other stock apps, but all the stock apps are doing this. So they're like, wait a minute, this is all a cabal? (laughs) This is all fake? And a lot of people on the outside are like, yeah, of course it is. Like, yeah. But I'm not saying there's any validity to this on what you're talking about. I'll speak on what you're talking about. Um, I just, out of curiosity, like I wasn't going to go like, all right, I'm going to still fight the good fight and try this out on another app. But I was curious to see what would happen. And I tried to do a merit trade this morning. Oh, there we go. This is just my personal experience. They're like, yeah. nah, you can't, you can't start an account today. 
the reason that I say that I can't like totally verify that is because I don't know. I, I did it like three, four times, but it never gave me any information. It just sent me to a blank page. They do this with our money all the time. They do this every day with our money. Every single day. This is my ignorance, too. It's like I'm afraid that if too many people do this, what happens? Like, it seems like it's a dangerous play. I think that it's great for people that are trying, like people like you and me that are trying to, like, you know, make something of ourselves and, and have something like a legacy to leave behind. But at the same time, people like you and me or people that have more money and they're like they're just doing this because of a, of a post on Reddit or something on TikTok. It just seems kind of dangerous. You know what I mean? I could see how um, I think it's because um, because my thing was I knew nothing of the whole thing. Yeah. And I was in my immediate thought was, oh, you know, what do stocks really do? Mm-hmm. That was my first thing that I wanted to investigate. What do hedge, hedge funds? What do they do? And what I realized is if you go to smart, like smart businesses, smart companies like look at Berkshire Hathaway. This is not really going to affect them. Because they don't play the game like that. That's why people invest with them. They don't play the game of let's short all this GameStop fund to play and make a big hit later on. That's not how Warren Buffett runs. He's like, yeah, what you do is you hold it and chill. Yeah. But these these other guys, these hedge fund managers want to be like, no, 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 no. We need to make. And so they gamble with our money and they just got played. But the smart companies, they'll be fine. Warren Buffett's not going out of business anytime soon. He's fine because he doesn't play these games. And then all of a sudden they get a big old infusion of, of billions to, to keep them afloat. I'm like, where did that billion dollars come from? I wish you could be like, hey, I'm going out of business. Oh, here, just to keep you afloat, here's some money. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Must be nice not to fail. Must be dope. Not to fail, but they are going to, I think they're going to file. Uh, oh, they, there's going to be a class action lawsuit for sure. And they're going to, and the, the problem is there's nothing illegal that happened. That's the beautiful point. Now, here's what's going to be funny. And it, uh, someone said, watch how quick they all of a sudden make laws against doing this. Watch how fast they do this. And they'll be like, oh, you could have made laws against hedge fund managers doing all this crap too, but you didn't until the normal person did it. Watch how quick laws change. And that's going to piss a lot of people off. And I don't think it's going to help at all. Matter of fact, these Redditors, some of these Redditors, they're just going to find another way around. They're not dumb. Hey, let me tell you who's starting to pay attention. (laughs) Like, I'm going to be on this thread a lot, bro. Oh, dude, they're they're very, um, I'm wondering, um, like, Nokia, how do they feel about this? Like, how do the companies that are getting barred from... um, being sold on these apps how do they feel about getting blacklisted because people are buying what if they're just like you mean you're borrowing an infusion of money from us what do you like it's not actual money but they could make moves based on these moves so what does nokia feel i wonder i'd love to hear them because they could make crazy moves (laughs) i know you're not following what i'm saying anyway right that's that's okay that doesn't matter the real question is this was all this legal Absolutely fucking not. But we were making more money than we knew what to do with. Pretty much. That's it. And th- th- you can't just say, I'm, again, I want to hear what Nokia says. I want to hear what all these people say when they find out their, their companies being, are being barred from being traded from low-level traders. I don't think that they're going to find it a plus. 
<laughs> I don't think it's going to be great for them. You know, I, I don't think so. The scandal of the week, for sure. In, yeah, in the week. I think unf- the big thing right now is no one's paying, a- people are paying attention, but not many because of the coronavirus, COVID, uh, different things that are just happening. It's just kind of getting buried unless you're just either you're trading stocks or you happen to watch the story. A lot of this crap is getting buried because people are like, when am I getting my vaccine? When am I getting this? When am I, what's up with these uh, checks coming in them? Like there's so much going on that the life, if I've told a person, hey, you heard about that stock issue? Some people will be like, what the hell are you even talking about? I don't care about no freaking, when am I getting my vaccine? <laughs> yeah, I feel you. It's the last, it's the last thing on your mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I'm just going to mosey on back into my little corner. <laughs> Have you got to that point yet, Steve, where speaking of the vaccine, where it's like, uh, I don't know, like there's this little part of me and, you know, I'm in healthcare, so I get it and I'm not going to do this, but I almost, I almost feel like, uh, like I'm good now. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, no, not yet. I, I, I don't think that I am. Yeah. I'm just saying that it, because there's been some time since the second shot, there's this little thing in the back of my head. that's like, you're good. But I'm like, I don't trust you, little voice. Um, I think due to the fact that viruses are so smart and they're they're evolving. Yeah. They've been working at this for billions of years. All the mutations. Years. Oh, dude. <laughs> this they're, ain't their first rodeo. This ain't their first. They have like, we've been doing this while y'all was playing Nintendo. We were figuring out how to kill y'all niggas. So I think that it's going to be a situation of, What's the next? The, I mean, this recent mutation is just more virulent. It's not more deadly. It's just more virulent. And I'm just like, I see you, virus. I see what you're up to, homie. I got you. I got you. You do a little switcheroo and be like, we ain't going to kill more of you, but we're going to attach ourselves to a lot more of you and figure out how to do some shenanigans. It's little changes. Like Now, the good thing is they're saying, is, or my sister was like, as long as they have the protein spikes, you are good. And as it looks like Moderna and Pfizer are... um are effective against them. But uh, it's still, there's not enough. We need 150 million shots out yesterday. Yesterday, dude. Like this needs to have, they need to be going door to door. They need to be doing like uh, vaxes in the past where they're like, we need to get everyone va- knocking on doors. Would you like to come in? Come on in. Let's get you vaccinated. You can't, we got to do this now, man. This is, this is going to get ugly. I know for a fact they're throwing away shots. They're throwing away vaccines, dude. This is terrible, dude. I'm not saying it to be like, <laughs> no, 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 no. But they're throwing away because like they just people don't go get them or they have extras and, you know, they, they only have so much shelf life. And it's scary. I've seen it where it's like, hey, do you know, have any family members that want to come and get this? It's, it's not me personally. They haven't asked yeah. me that, but I've heard about this happening and I've heard about it help, happening uh, relatively close to us. If you catch my drift. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I, I got you. And I, I, I mean, I'm happy that. Why, why didn't Save Mart Center a vaccination center? Why isn't, I mean, because they already did Dodger Stadium. And it was back to back. I saw a post Billy Crystal put up being like, hey, just got vaccinated. I'm like, yeah, Dodger Stadium. You could, you can. Well, I think it's about the number, right? Maybe when they get that number. But I think, wasn't Biden saying that uh, he's hoping to have, what was it? 300 million shots in arms by summer, was it? By that doesn't summer, seem like, that's, that, dude, that's, that's not a lot of shots. The pro we, it, in your brain, it sounds like a lot, like in my brain, it's it a sounds number. like a lot, but when you, it's a big number, but we can be doing, um, like, you know, in Asia, they were doing what? 200 something thousand a day. Yeah. <laughs> that is a monstrosity amount. Of, and they're like, no, it wasn't rocket science. You just do it. If you have a plan and I get it. Cause Biden came in with a, 
uh, oh, by the way, we did nothing in the last eight or four years. And so Biden's like, well, freaking A, dude. We got to start from absolute scratch. You know who I don't envy, bro? Huh? Joe Biden. <laughs> oh, I don't oh, envy no. that dude at all. At his age, especially. Like, yeah. at his age, I want to sleep in. Uh-huh. And he's waking up being like, uh, you know, when you got Dr. Fauci at your door being like, so, what are we doing today? <laughs> like, Jesus, God. Come on. I can't have a Sunday. And Fauci's like, no, no, you can't have a Sunday. It's so funny now when Fauci enters the press. <laughs> when, he's, when he's doing any kind of press talk now, it's like, dude, hey, what's going on, everybody? Dude, How you doing? How you he, looking he good out there. It. He was on the Joe Budden podcast. Really? Yeah. School. I love that he was on. He was like, your audience needs to hear this. That's good. He's like not keeping it to himself and he nope. doesn't feel stifled anymore. And nope. nope. It's weird when things run kind of, I'm not saying they're running perfect by any means, but it's a, uh, it's kind of weird when things start running a little more correctly. Right. <laughs> like I, I, I'm still trying to find my rhythm right now. I mean, it's a weird, uh, dude. I mean, I don't know if people, well, people have because people have been affected, but we are living in such a weird moment. I mean, we're, we're, we're waking up, going to work, doing all this stuff, but sometimes I just sit there and be like, this is a time unlike any probably for a long time. Like this is a strange moment we're in right now. And some, I, and I, and I get that people are still going about life, but I, I give yourself a breather because in the back of your brain, your brain is still understanding this is crazy. But it's just acting on top of that also. Well, got to keep on with life. But this is a strange time, man. This is a super strange time. Like, I know, like, our kids are going to work with masks and everything. And we, knowing that, have to still go into work and still cover that worry with the facade of, hey, how's everything going? Yeah, That's, dude, it's going to take an emotional tap. And if you can get counseling, get it. If you can afford it, do it. Even if you think you're running great. Do it anyway. Yeah, we're basically in survival mode right now. That's it, dude. That is exactly it. Our brain is, I mean, that's why uh, someone made a great point where they said, it's okay to spend the day on the couch. Don't oh, be good. productive as all, at awesome. all. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, just do that because your brain is like, oh, I wasn't able to make my, th-. nope. Your brain is like, I need a nothing day. Just nothing. And I'm going to start utilizing those just do nothing days. And that's okay, man. We are in the zombie apocalypse. What are your thoughts on people saying, you know, use your PTO because tomorrow's not guaranteed? Oh, dude. You know, it's funny. Um, uh, someone had it's, someone said something like that on a podcast recently where he's just like, I used to end my years with like 100 hours of PTO thinking, hey, he said, but when I got laid off. They never was like, hey, by the way, thank you so much for never really taking that much time. They're like, they don't care. They don't care that you do that. You need to use your hours. The weird thing about where we work, though, you have to recruit them. So, yes, you get a certain amount of weeks a year. Yeah, it sounds good at first. Exactly. But you have to kind of accrue those weeks. It doesn't just get dumped into your account. At yeah, January I, learned first. That, I, learned, <laughs> I learned that pretty quickly. Yeah. They're like, oh, you don't have the hours. So I keep a revolving eight weeks on deck just to have, be like, I know I'm not going to run out. 
you know? And so I'll just take days here, days there, days here, days there. I'm taking more days now, even though they've restricted, we can't take days right now. No days off. You really? Have to, yeah. You have to come in. Wow. Not va- vacation days, sick days. Yes. COVID days. Yes. Vacation days. No, they're denying all, you know, honestly, it actually makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Oh, I told when they explained it to me, I was like, oh, that's cold blooded. And she's like, well, considering. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> the only thing I could argue is be like, you don't have enough employees. That's it. But I was like, yeah, you can't. He's, they're like, we cannot. Like we used to say, we'll do three routines with one person because we can't do that anymore. Because if you miss a, a room, that puts the whole hospital at risk. I'm like, oh, you know what, bro? I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> that's a, a nice jib yeah that's a that's a fair jib and i was like you know i and they didn't deny mine the ones that i already had in but they they're like if you could even cancel your upcoming can you do that because they have to backfill me and i might end up canceling mine because i don't want to put other people at risk for a day of doing nothing i might end up canceling a day of my vacation and just coming in Hey, Steve, do you mind if I change the subject for a second? I've been lagging, and uh, some of these people, they might be new to Heroes of Noise. Maybe they want to know where to contact us. Do it. All right, let me do that real quick for you, sir. Hey, hi, new people. This is just for you. My name is Dan. That is Steve, and we are the Heroes of Noise. Welcome to the show. If you want to get a hold of us, hit us up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. That is Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, hit us up at Heroes of Noise. You can reach me, Dan, at Dan Q Public. My friend Steve, at SE underscore Hudson Music. But ladies and gentlemen, just go to www.heroesofnoise.com, and there it's the one-stop shop. Everything you need right there. Every show we've ever done, almost anyway. Uh, what else you got? You got crazy pictures and reviews and shit like that. You guys want to write a review for us? That's another thing. I'll get back to that in just a second. But if you want to write a review for us, hit us up at what I said, heroesofnoisepodcast at gmail.com. I'm going to go ahead and stop because uh, I think you've heard the rest before. But, you know, blah, blah, blah. Subscribe to the show. More importantly, join the Heroes of Noise podcast community. That's important to me. All right? It is. And and I'll love you forever. But I'm going to go ahead and stop. I'm not going to turn it back to Steve. I'm just going to turn this ridiculous music off. And anyway, back to me. Hey, Steve, I got good news. Uh, What is this good news? We have a new Patreon patron. Perhaps you remember the name Alfredo Tostado. What's going on? How are we? Yes, of course I do. Yeah, PCL. We would like we would like to welcome Freddie as he's introduced himself to me. Freddie, thanks for joining us on Patreon, man. That's awesome of you. That and speaking of Patreon, ladies and gentlemen, we have a new one coming out. Uh, you're going to get it this weekend. I would say Saturday. So look forward to that. That is, be- And also, shout out to everyone that bought my album t-shirt. You guys are the best in the world. You guys are literally the best in the world. That's all. I love every single one of you. God dog it. I almost, I almost got verklempt. I would like to say that I'm one of those people that made your day. Of course, you, of, yes, of course you. Oh, dude. Okay, this. I got to tell you real quick, real go quick. Ahead, I just want to say, uh-huh. I'm sorry. This is your time, but I have to tell you. Uh huh. And this is good for you. Uh, good for people to hear. That is one comfortable shirt. Is it a comfy shirt? It's a comfy like it? shirt. It's that's very so, nice. That's, that's, that's so wonderful. And, and I think my sister's tripping this. She's like, she's like, no one's gonna want to walk around in my my artwork. I was like. You'd be surprised. It's very eye-catching. The brain <laughs> is very her. eye-catching with the combination of the bird and the microphone and everything. And, the and my brain? And, is that your brain? That's that would make brain. sense. Yeah. It's my it's brain. It's very appropriate that you have a brain on your EP cover. 
as much as you say my brain, I, I think it's perfect. Oh, and this is a random tangent. Okay, I forgot to say because we were talking about it. I'm sorry to go back, but um, on the Robin Hood conversation, do you know how this whole thing started? Perhaps, but go ahead and fill me in. How a guy uh, like a year or so ago found out that uh, that GameStop was super undervalued and he dumped 50K into it. So he's just been watching it. Yeah, and a year or so ago, he's like, I think GameStop is like super undervalued. He sunk 50K. He made $11 million. Gee, stop. <laughs> and then everyone on Reddit was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> you know what, man? The youth of today, I don't know how old this dude was, but the youth of today are killing it. Like there's just, there's so much more in tune with this kind of shit. And they're, you're getting so many entrepreneurs Dude. And these these self-made millionaires, these young guys, it trips me out. It's dude, just crazy. 11... We didn't have those opportunities back then, dude. Um, You know what's funny? It's Maybe interesting. We did. we did. Here's why. I was in f- fifth grade, and they were teaching me MS-DOS, computer language. If I would have stayed with that and been like, I think this thing can do things. I wonder how to do these things. Right. Dude. Game changer. Hey, we had the cheat code right in our generation, Dan. For sure, dude. We had the cheat code. I remember when I was going into my field of work, I was kind of contemplating. But back then, you know, this we're talking twenty over twenty years ago, probably about twenty two years. Right on the cusp, dude. Right Right on the cusp, cusp, Dan. Gee, I know. But at that time, it's like I I didn't even have terminology. Right, like maybe I'll get into computers. Like I just didn't know, and and (laughs) I don't regret what I do. You know what I mean? And probably would have been better at what I do than that. But I, cause I, I think there's just too much competition now, but yes, on the cusp, dude, you, on the cusp, man. You and, would have been working at Google for sure. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I've kicked myself so many times, bro. Honestly, like I'm not saying that I would be successful right now, but when I go back and think about podcasting in 2005 and the drive that I have, I didn't have it at the time, but if I had the drive I have now back then, who knows what would have happened? I'm not saying I'm worth a damn, you know what I mean? And, and everyone should be listening to, to my voice. I'm just saying, like, that was the Wild West back then. Oh, dude. And if and, you put in uh, the work, dude, who knows? Dude. There's just been several I, times in my life where I'm like, God damn it. And this morning was, even though it was only like, I don't even want to know how much money it could have been. But uh, this is one of those times. And the funny thing is, we are in our time now, like 20 years from now, we're going to look back and say, well, like, what is the thing you're going to say I should have done? And just do that. Why didn't I invest in holograms? Hey, hey, listen, Pocalypse, Tupac was a good hologram. Tupacalypse now. Yeah, there's been Ronnie James Dio and Michael Jackson. But you know what's happening right now? What? Nothing with that shit because you can't go watch live music. Oh, snap. Well, I think live music's about to... Uh, here's what I don't understand. It seems like right now is the perfect time for people to do um, uh, freaking um, Oculus concerts where you can actually walk on stage next to the person if you want to. <laughs> like, why not just do that? <laughs> what, what happened? I'm just thinking back to about, I don't know, maybe three months ago. Mm-hmm talking to you and you're like hey man you, the oculus you think about getting that huh yeah yeah i wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> it, dude you'll never use it uh, guilty <laughs> <laughs> i haven't done shit with the oculus i told you G. I gave it to my mom and dad and they are on it dude they are 
in. I was like, maybe it's part. Then I just didn't get it. They are on it every day. My dad has it on when he's doing his biking. Like they are in there. I just didn't get it. I'm not counting it out just yet. It's just that uh, I got really involved with uh, it's called Vader Immortal, but it's super quick. And then I was just like, well, there's another thing that's keeping me from doing this. But now, since she's sort of lost interest, let me, let me go back. Basically, you can only have, and you probably know this, you can only have one user per Affirmative, Oculus. By the way, thanks for telling me that, jackass, because yeah, I wouldn't have bought the damn thing. You, yeah, you got to, and you got to log in through Facebook now. Yes, I know. So, <laughs> so I think the uh, the girl has lost interest for the most part. So I'm thinking about taking note taking it over and maybe having some fun with it because my buddy mike just got one i oh, know nice. favon has one. Oh yeah we can hang out that's very you know what and it's, it's we just it's, won't do any of that black mirror shit you know what i'm saying here, <laughs> here's the thing why don't you do uh, download some of the the zombie shooters dude i i will i will it's just you know what honestly my brain has just been other places and i've never been a video game guy well that's not true at all i just haven't been a video game guy for years so I don't have, I'm looking at this damn thing every day, just staring at me. Play, play me. Oh, play you know me. what? I'll send you a horror one where all you have to do is last in the, you don't have to walk anywhere. You just sit on the bed and try to last all the things that are like out of the corner. of eye. You see something open and then the door closed. And like, I couldn't last it out. And there's five different levels. I heard that about you. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, okay. All right. I'm sorry, I interrupted your news. Give me some more news. I don't really have news. It's not we 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 won't call this noise news, but I did want to ask you something real yes. quick. Did you happen to see that new HBO Max trailer? That's no. pretty much showing it's like rolling everything out. No, but I know they're coming out with some joints. All right, Hudson. Sit tight for a second here. Go for it. Let me see if I can do this. We're gonna pause for a second. I'm gonna let Steve watch this trailer. Oh, I was just gonna um narrate it. You can narrate. Yeah, I can. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we can do that. So Just that they can actually, um, yeah. We're gonna. <laughs> this is gonna be good, I think. Then, all right, here we go. I don't see anything. It's not happening. You know what, Steve? You're very impatient. I'm just saying. Just give I me know a second. That you start it and be like, "Isn't that awesome?" I'm like that mic in the middle of the stream. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, that's good. Okay, cool. If you want to go ahead and narrate, that's all fine. Right, let's do it. I'm curious. I've seen this several times. I'm curious what you think. Here we go. All right, Dan is pushing play. Sand in hand. Oh, we're talking Dune with Shalala Mamale. All you have to do is follow my voice. Oh, dude. Look, let me tell you something. HBO Max is coming for their heads. HBO Max is coming for their heads, ladies and gentlemen. They are not playing. They are not playing. Was Antonio Soprano. Young Tony Soprano. His son. Gandolfini's son, Steve. Stop it. Stop it, Dan. I didn't even know that was... Ha- oh, LeBron, chill with the... I'm not... Are you going to watch that? I'm pausing for a second. Yes, I'll probably watch... I'm going to watch everything that HBO Max is You're doing just because they're on... Space Why Jam. Not? Hey, you know what we do, Steve? What? We do a podcast about you're movies right. No, you're right. You're totally right. You've got to stop this, Steve. I got I to gotta watch it, I guess. I like LeBron. I do like LeBron. He's, he's, he's talented, and he brought us the championship. LeBron. I do like him. But now, here's what I'll say. I did not know about that Gandolfini thing. That is his son. Are you, oh, dude? You got, do you have to watch this? You said you were watching it again. Uh, you know what? I, I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Not because it was bad or anything, dude. It's just you know what? When I was watching it, uh-huh. that's when I was like the height of being like that was the height of me being super busy. So I just had to like wa- I basically I was just trying to get a show out week to week, and I had to cut some Gee, losses. You know, that's the okay. Well, you're gonna have to watch it before you watch that show then. Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. Are, and you're pumped for Dune? It looks good. And what was the movie with uh, Idris Elba? 
That was Dune 2? No, that's Suicide Squad. Shall we continue? Are you excited for Suicide Squad? Yes. Okay, let's, let's keep go. watching. Let's go. I don't even know if this part's being recorded. I hope it is, but let's see. Let's keep I watching. sure hope so, dude. Right? It seems like it would be, right? Eh. Let's see. <laughs> Here we go. The exact. Venus and Serena going to shake up this world. Holy crap, the same day? The streets were made of music. Conjuring 3 is going to be amazing, Dan. Just listen. In the Heights. I'm not Now, Steve, you got to stop poo-pooing everything. Gee, I said the one thing I'm not excited for is the Heights. Stop it. Yeah, I'm not excited for it. Hamilton, it will not be. I haven't seen Hamilton. little things, Jimmy. Coming for people today. See that? We're gonna get more of the uh, conjuring. Conjuring three. That's why I said it's gonna be dope. Probably didn't hear you. I didn't. And over this, I didn't hear you. But no, uh, I'm sure they will. Conjuring the devil made me do it. Kind of a lame name, wouldn't you say? It depends on where they go with it. I think they're gonna take her out of it. I think she's gonna die. Are you talking about the uh, wife? Yes, uh, Vera Farmiga. Oh, she does something. Anyway. <laughs> Let's move. You know what? I, I can't. I'll never figure you out. You don't think she's not pretty, do you? <laughs> Look at Denzel. Look at Denzel. Now, th- okay, Kong, bro, we gotta talk. Uh, here we go. He has to ruin it. In theaters and on HBO Max. Hey, where was that? Where was that? Um, where was that freaking commercial? Which one? The Matrix. Very true. Why didn't they show the Matrix? Do they what know the something we don't? Yeah, and, and they make it the last thing. They're like, and the Matrix. Where was the, maybe they're like, we don't want any, any visuals out. Even though all over Reddit, there are pictures of them filming it. Like, I see pictures all the time of behind the scenes on Reddit. So, people are seeing it being filmed. I wanted you to see that, man. Aren't you excited? I'm very excited, dude. What, now, what are the three that you're excited for? The three you're most excited for? Well, Godzilla and Kong. Uh-huh. And then uh, The Matrix. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Suicide no. Squad. Oh. Mm-hmm. Not Denzel, huh? Well, Denzel, I've I got to be honest with you. I'm not even sure which one that is. Do you know? I know. I know. The, I don't know what the movie's name is. I know Jared Leto's in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm 50% excited for this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hoping that Denzel kills him. Um... Not in real life, of course. Uh, I don't. I see. I'm wondering because Denzel always now plays the people who could super fight. Like that's his thing. Yeah, he's going the way of Neeson. Yes, he is definitely going the way. Actually, Neeson went the way of him because remember Man on Fire. Oh, that's true. Neeson ran with that shit though. He ran like Man on Fire was one of the like that was like a brand new Bronson thing where it's like oh new older dude that is a monster. Wait, which one was first? Book of Eli or Man on Fire? I think it was Man on Fire. Man, he was just destroying it. That movie was so good. But yeah, I think it's going to be Suicide Squad. I think this one's going to be good. I'm shocked that Will Smith stepped away. I'm shocked at that. I thought, I thought this was a really good idea. I, it would have been good for him. Speaking of Will Smith, though, he's going to be the father of uh, Venus and Serena, I saw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the laugh. That makes sense. <laughs> 
What do you he, think about that? He likes doing that whole like just like the pursuit. He wants a mustache and yeah, a slight afro. Pursuit a happy and he wants thing. to look super serious and maybe yes, maybe a dude. tear will fall from his face, from his eyes. I don't know why he keep why, like why not do what you're good at? Why not do what you're good at? Which he's is funny. I'm not he's, saying he's not, but what would you say he's funny good at? action star? That's what you are very good at. Now, mind you, I you did Ali, which is dope, but then um uh, one night in Miami, dude did Ali better in it. He did it better. I think that Will wants to prove to the world, not that he needs to, but he wants to prove to the world that he is capable of just being a full-on dramatic actor. You know when that started, Dan? With, uh, well, shit. What was that? Oh, my God. I just forgot the name of the movie. When he was really young. I would, yes, yes. That, um, yeah. When he played the gay uh, guy. I can't um, think of the name of the movie. Six, uh, six Degrees of Separation. Six Degrees of Separation. There. Yeah, that's the one. And the scene where he's like, why doesn't he love me? I was like, after that scene, he just was like, I'm going to be freaking Daniel Day-Lewis. Is that so bad to strive for? He's getting older. He's smart. He's like, you know what? I could. I could still do the Samuel L. Jackson thing, and they can CGI me and watch me running with bad hips and shit. But maybe I just want to like fade into the sunset with some dramatic roles. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with And he's with got it. chops, but... It's kind of like, um, you know how like some actors, they they just have like one voice or one persona. Uh-huh. I don't necessarily agree that that's the case with him, but he has the, <laughs> it's like when he does these roles, he has a certain look that he doesn't change from. Again, being like the mustache, the teary eyes. <laughs> Dude, that's his, and, and my issue is if you have such a massive personality, yeah, like uh, say Travolta, mm-hmm. say um, Tom Hanks. Say a uh, Samuel L. Jackson, your personality is so big that you can just re- like rest on that and just be that person every single movie. That's what he has. Just be that, and just they'll hire you for movie after movie after movie. They hire Sam Jackson to be Sam Jackson. You know what? It could be a little bit of a midlife crisis. Oh, Chrysos. You know what I'm saying? He's like, no, I, right. I, I, I know I can do this, all right, but I, I, there's more to me. And I have to do this before I get too old. He shouldn't do. I don't. I don't know why he's doing. Like, just be Will Smith and everything. Tom Hanks is made of career out of it. Just but he'll be- end up doing that, is what I'm saying. It's just right now he's kind of struggling with it. That that's true. And I thought he was a really good. Uh, he was. I thought he was a funny part of of um, um, Suicide Squad. Him and Margo, like him and Margot Robbie, have a legitimate chemistry. For sure, as you saw in the the other movie. What's that other movie you did with her? Focus. Focus. They just have a, oh, maybe that's what God did. Anyway, um, <laughs> they just have a legitimate chemistry. And so um, I, I just think that he, 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 like, he he just needs to be Will Smith. Focus let's not, was great let's not gloss Smith. over this, Steve. Are you insinuating that perhaps Will Smith may have diddled Margot Robbie, which then inspired uh, Jada? To pursue some uh, pleasures of the I flesh. I think he may have been into her. I don't know if Margot Ro- like, I don't literally? know if Margot Robbie would be down with that. I don't know. Down with what? I don't know if she'd be into it. Maybe she thought like, here's in my brain. Okay, people, I'm a judgment. I'm not trying to judge anybody. But Margot Robbie strikes me Steve, you're totally a- trying to judge people. I'm not. She strikes me as a person where you would think she's flirting, but it turns out, wait a minute, we're just friends. What are you doing? That thing. Oh. So... <laughs> That one stung. <laughs> <laughs> and so Will would be like, oh, I'm, I just, I thought we were having a moment. She's like, 
No, we were not. Stop talking about 1991, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still getting over it. Yeah, she doesn't strike me as the person that's like, yeah, I've been with him. And she just strikes me as the person that's just like a very nice, chill, very cool person. And 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 Will probably still thinks he's, he still is Will. But he's not drums, please, Will. No. <laughs> that Will could have, I mean, he could have ran the gamut on anyone. Like that dude ran the world. That Will Smith and with, with Fresh Prince of Bel Air, he ran the and with uh, um, um, Independence Day, he ran the world. So yeah, he's not that Will Smith anymore. Where does he end up? Do you think Will will go the way of only doing the movies where it's like, um, it's like him and the little girl? <laughs> you know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, yes, for sure. Him and the little girl, or maybe a. Like how Cube did the whole "Are we there yet?" thing. Absolutely, I, I wouldn't. I I don't even think he's that focused to just do a Cube thing. I think he's going to be trying to do a million different things until one day he disappears for a while and he does the Travolta, where he comes out and like a like he does the Pulp Fiction, where they're like, "There he is." Oh, There's question for you. Bill. On that note, question for you: Is Eddie Murphy about to do the Travolta with Coming to America? Mm-hmm. No. Is it going to be a tank? No, he's just going to be. That's the problem with Eddie. He's funny every time. Like, there's nothing that he's going to do. And that we're going to laugh our heads off, leave the theater and be like, yeah, because, yeah, it's Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> he's funny right. every single time. We just. But we, it's Eddie Murphy funny is what you're saying, right? Dude, he's. It's yeah. not going to be like a. a it's not going to be a big stretch for him. Is that what you're getting at? No, he doesn't have to try. When you look at outtakes of like Nutty Professor, he doesn't try. He just, he's like, when I talk, I'm funny. That's just, I've had it since I was 17 years old. I'm just funny. And so it's not going to, now, uh, with, with Dream Girls, I was like, dude, that dude can act. You know, and even with um, the one with Dolomite, he could act. But he could also just be like, and I can also just be stupid funny. I just hope he doesn't go back on the road. That's the only thing I just don't want to happen. Is there an Eddie Murphy drama in the works in our future? For sure. He's going to do another one because he, he did, he did, uh, you know, he did dream girl so well. Why not? Yeah. But that's musical. I'm yeah, saying like a straight up, you know, um, didn't he do that? one about the, he couldn't lie or something. Oh, no. Who was the one where he's the magical Negro part where he had like the hat, <laughs> the magical Negro, remember the wishing tree or something. I am drawing a blank on that one, dude. I forgot the name of that. <laughs> I believe you. I'm sure there's a movie out there, but I'm drawing a blank. I can't. I can't even think of that. Dang, what was? But this? if there was magic, was it magic? There was magic involved. Oh, there was magic. Involved. So that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about not that. I'm talking about like, um, Mr. Church. What was that movie, that was, that, uh, what was Church. that movie that Will Smith was in? The one that we were just talking about. The uh, the original mustache afro movie <laughs> what was that called oh uh the 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 pursuit of happiness yes so do we do we get an eddie murphy pursuit of happiness at some point yes i think mr church was that for Ooh, i haven't seen that one neither have i but i've heard that that was it then i don't think that was it if we haven't seen it if it's not making that big of a mark well I that's not like pursuit true. of happiness oh i didn't like it either i'm just saying that I see like that's, you know, it, it almost seems like we'll try different things a little bit earlier on. But I think that at every point, the funny guy always goes for that drama role. Oh, for sure. And, you know, I will say this. What was that movie called with him and Edward Norton in them where um, 
remember Will Smith and there was something about it was him, Will Smith, and like a few other people in this movie. Remember? No, <laughs> I wish I did. What hell of a podcast we're doing right now? Hold on, yeah, you my, know my it. database I'm is not Will uh, Smith Edward. I'm drawing a blank in the Rolodex, Norton. man. It's called um, Collateral Beauty. Oh, that's why, because I didn't see it. It was good. Like Will Smith can act; he could act, but I think you like. I think the most. Imagine if he would have just chilled and done um, Enemy of the State sort of stuff forever. He would have been fine. <laughs> he would have been great right now. Enemy of the state, different things like that. That's where he shines in his drama. But there has to be action involved or intrigue or something like that. Like for me, I'm like, you don't have to keep on doing why doesn't he love me man scenes from Fresh Prince. You're good, dude. We we you can cry on command. We got you. Here's another one. Different person, but in and in reverse. Do you think that there's any drama left in Tom Cruise? Or is it always just going to be action from here on out? Action. Which is obviously doing great for him. Yes. <laughs> he's, you know, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm just curious. Do you think he's got one more drama? He was never really good at it in the first place, huh? I thought he was a great, I thought he was fantastic. I thought it was just easy. Oh, no, no, no. Easy. What am I saying? I'm completely wrong there. What am I talking about? He was born on the 4th of July. Yeah, dude. A Few Good Men? A Few Good Men. You know what? I don't know why I said that. I think I'm just trying to stimulate some conversation. But... He seems to be all action now. So is there a chance he might go back and knock one out the park? I, think I don't know why too, I said that, by the way. The really firm weird. was amazing, dude. Um, but I would say that it's too easy for him. Like doing draw, he can just do that. I think this he likes because him doing his own stunts is a super challenge for him. Like it's hard, it's difficult. And he likes to be challenged and going up into freaking a jet plane and doing and flying a helicopter himself. That's challenging, and he thinks he's immortal. So, yeah. That's true. Yeah, I guess if you're thinking like Tom, it's like, let's see. Well, the firm doesn't put me in space. Exactly. Dude. Yeah, good point. I, and here, That's so I, weird. I don't know why I just suddenly, like for a split, like a nanosecond, I just blanked on all of his dramatic work. It's really he's weird. A, like he's, that's why I say he's one of the last movie stars. Like he is a freaking movie star. You watch him. I could just watch Tom Cruise. Like if someone's like, blank screen and the next thing said starring tom cruise and then the next thing was a countdown like on our app and it goes five fourth i just sit there and watch it i don't even need to know anything else let's just watch this unknown movie because i know it's going to be good because the only thing he's done that was crap was uh eyes wide shut magnolia and vanilla sky oh yeah 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 vanilla sky magnolia dude i hated magnolia those were three shit movies and why do people love that movie so much do they though? It's the mise-en-scene. Yeah, mise-en-scene Twitter or mise-en-scene <laughs> film film people love it. Hey, speaking of mise-en-scene, uh, not the same thing, but I, I learned a French term, French ooh, phrase. Ooh, yes. I learned a French phrase the other day. See, on HBO Max, Steve, I'm not going to do a review or anything like that, but I like cooking shows, right? And uh, okay. I discovered this show called Selena and Chef, Selena Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> and I am not ashamed to say that I watched like I blasted through. Oh, I know. I seasons. bet you did. I bet you did. I like watching cooking shows, dude. But you like watching cooking shows? Is that what it is? Yeah, uh, you know, we were talking about that. Gil and I were talking about that. It's she's she's a, there's that's uh, a weird thing going on with her. I can't explain it. She she looks like a little kid. Her face looks like a little kid. That's. I'm not saying it's weird, like I'm insulting her, but that's just a, like the rest of her doesn't, and it's a very strange contrast. She does have a childish face. She's a very childish. Even face. in before, what was the movie? Uh, what was that zombie movie with uh, Bill Murray? 
The Dead Don't Die. She even looked like a kid there. I forgot she was in that. She sure was. Oh, ew, that was a great beheading scene because her I eyes just, kept moving. I just blocked that whole movie out, man. Dude, that movie was freaking <laughs> garbage. But uh, they were talking about the chefs were all saying the same thing. Your, your mise en plate, mm-hmm. which is, you know how like when you're watching cooking shows, it's like basically everything in its place. Mm-hmm. So like when you're watching cooking shows and they're like, we need two teaspoons of coriander. And then they, they have the little cup ready with the, with the measurements. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. So I was like, hey, Steve, mise en scene. Mise en plat. Now we can both be douchebags. Dude, listen. Are you going to be douchey with uh, cooking too? What do you mean? Are you going to start saying that when you cook? Fuck no. Okay, good. Because I don't want no leaves on the side of my eggs when you cook for me. I'll be like, if you don't get this Oh, leaf, uh, you, you mean you're like going to hate on plating? Yes. Then you can't eat at my house, Steve. Are you kidding me, Dan? I don't do it I like time. my stuff mixed together. You freaking weirdo. Like if you put rice there, this there, this there. I just, all, I, I mix it all into one big pile. It's all going to be that way when it comes out. Why don't you just enjoy the, the view no, dude. while you're eating it? Mise en plate. Mise en plate. Mise en scène. What? You know what? I will say that at a restaurant, though. If someone was like, if the, when they bring me my sushi, I'm like, oh, the mise en plate. That's not I the am, same thing. That's not what it is. I thought it was like the good look of the, pl- of the plate. No, no. It's when the chef is cooking and like, like, again, put yourself like you're watching a cooking show. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, take, you know. Two tablespoons of sugar, and they they like pull the the sugar's already like prepared in the yes. cup, yes. and then they pour it in. That's like everything in its place is what basically. That means everything in its place, right? Yeah. So if but, I said, but I think oh, it's, everything but I think in its place, that maybe, means, yeah, maybe. But I'm thinking it might be a term that's used for like chefs and cooking. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure that's a universal. I don't know. I just fucking hated that. You know what? <laughs> if you're if you speak English and you don't speak French, don't speak French. I speak French. You do not speak French. Okay, you you speak some you you speak, <laughs> you speak some words poorly. Steve. I do. I, that's true. All right. Anyway, let's get on to these things, man. Let's do some reviews. All right, that's a good thing to do. By the way, uh, great show, The Selena and the Chef. Good stuff. Of course. If is. you go to hbomax.com and I think it's like slash Selena or something like that, you could find it. Just search oh, for yeah, it, dude. Dude, oh, these recipes sure. are freaking bomb. That you can probably get offline. Say what? You can probably get them online. Uh, yeah. On HBO Max.com. I want to watch a child cook. Is it, is it me? She looks like a kid, right? She definitely looks like a child. She looks like a kid. I don't Dressed know. sexily. She's like, a se- she's like a sexy baby or something. I don't know. Wow. I, I can't. I've never heard those words together. <laughs> I, said, I said that on purpose. I was joking because Gail and I were talking about the exact same thing. And just to be an ass, I said that. She's like, yeah, that, that's just wow. <laughs> hey, so, can yeah. you call an 18-year-old sexy? Uh... I mean, yeah, you could. Are you talking about me personally? Yeah. If you were like, could you say to an agent or like out of your, be like, oh, she's sexy knowing she's 18. <laughs> I don't think it sounds good coming off the tongue. Isn't that weird? Middle-aged people. I was thinking about that. I was like, even though it's legal, it's still seeing an 18 year old now. I'm like, they're children. I look at it like this, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm not blind. But there's just you don't have to walk around going, hey, look, there's a light switch. Hey, look, there's a there's grass. Hey, look, there's a dog. You just sometimes you just oh okay, and you keep going. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I I think I think we're in a, an interesting like even when like you see porn description, they're like 18 plus. They're trying to say they look really young though. Hey, first like, of all, <laughs> I never look at that stuff ever. Huh? I said I never look at that stuff ever. Of course, Steve, so I don't know what yeah, you're talking what about. Saying. All right, Steve, let's get to some reviews, man. All right. So. 
I know you've watched a lot of stuff because we were talking through text and you yes. were saying, hey, I watched all these things that I have not watched. Mm-hmm. So should we talk about the things that we've watched separately and then get into the stuff that we no, watched let's together? Get, let's get, we want, let's, bl- let's go through the stuff we've both watched because they may take longer than we think. Well, then the first thing that we should talk about, Steve, would be Derek Delgadio's In and of Itself. Showing on Hulu, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of people are talking about this, Steve. I've heard some very, yes. some very uh, kind words about this mm-hmm. particular piece. Yes. So uh, go ahead and start, sir. I'm curious what your thoughts are. Because matter of fact, I think you were the first person to tell me, hey, watch this. And more importantly, follow the instructions at the beginning. So I'm thinking, okay, I got my pad and paper ready. I'm like, what the fuck are we going to have to do here? Basically, it says just don't, <laughs> just put down your phone. This is yes. what it said. Just put down your phone. Um. I'm going to say this. I am a purveyor and some back in the day practicer of magic. Mm-hmm. I like a good old fashioned magic show. I've gone As to a few I. of them. I love Penn and Teller. Penn and Teller Live is great. And so I thought that, you know, I know Derek Delgadio. I know about him. And I was like, oh, I would like to see. I've heard of his show. He came to L.A. And people really liked it. And I was like, well, let me check this out. I knew it was different as soon as that title thing saying, hey, do me a favor and just turn off all your electronics. I said, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. And this, I will say, this is the first movie of this um, year or last year that I did not look at my phone one time. Not once. Did not pick up an electronic. Because as soon as he did that, you're almost, your brain says, we're paying attention for like I guess we're focusing mm-hmm. and he does not let you go the whole time he keeps you like engaged um by the way spoilers for the movie if you haven't seen this show just don't even listen to this because we're gonna have to talk about things he does and I don't want to ruin it for you so spoilers going ahead to I mean, in-depth spoilers. So Fair enough. We got to get a spoiler thing. Yeah, this is going to be a spoiler because I want you guys all to be surprised. Anyone want to make us a spoiler thing? Hit us up. Spoiler. There you go. Something. Um, this is one of the first magic shows that I didn't look to uh, uh, see how, like, really pay attention to see how it's done. Like, how did he do that? I didn't even pay attention to that. I didn't even think about how things happened. I didn't just wonder... How in the world was he able to do that? Because there's one trick he does, two, where if you start thinking about how he does it, you're done for the rest of the show. <laughs> you're done because it's going to take you a good 30 minutes to be like, how the crap could he have possibly done that? Like, how did he do that? Like that that trick with the letters, dude. See, that's the thing. Man. <laughs> Go Keep going because I'll talk. No, um, it's just like my brain wanted to be like, there's no, but then uh, the other side's like, just accept it. Accept it as magic. Done. Why not just watch this thing and don't try to figure it out and just love that it's a mat. It's something that made you smile. Because at the end, you see a magician in there that's really good at magic. Mm-hmm. And he was affected by that. That wasn't when he goes, my brother, right? Yes. Okay. And for a he second, was I'm like, a- I didn't. I didn't go. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. I didn't go back. And I'm like, I think that's what that's anyway. totally him. And there was Bill Gates, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's. A, and the thing is, this guy that was in there, uh, um, he's he knows. I'm sure he could imagine how to do those tricks, but it still affected him. He's like, wow, this is just really good. And it affected me in a way no other magic movie has ever done. I mean, I don't think I, I've never seen anything like this, like the. The monologues, the story he tells, 
the um how he does his magic how he arranges his stage his ability to his card technique is just dude his card technique is flawless i don't think i've ever seen anyone do cards like that ever i mean it's not something that i follow all the time but i've seen a lot of card tricks in my day particularly the person that we were just talking about i've seen some crazy things that this person can do but I have never seen any shit like that before. There's in one one particular thing which I'll you know I, sh- I should just shut up. Steve yeah, and let no, you no, talk. no, no, no. You we need to go back and forth on this. Yeah, yeah, what, that's true. Yeah, I like. Uh, well, since it's spoilers. Part? Yeah. Uh, the the one thing that really impressed me was when he was talking about the the wolf oh, versus dude. the dog. How dude. to tell a wolf from a dog? Come on. And he's telling that story about how he was used to be a dealer, mm-hmm. and they were saying, yeah, they're always gonna be they're always gonna pay attention to your hand. Mm-hmm. Once they know what's up, they're always going to pay attention to your hands, what you're doing. And dude, he was doing that thing where he was like, it looked like he was just dealing cards. But then he did the thing where he, he subtly flipped the one card where it was like, I think it was like a king of spades or something dude. like that. And then he still looks like he's dealing off the top. Camera zoomed into the yeah, card deck, mind I, you. <laughs> I watched that shit a couple times and I... Not that I was going to figure it out, but I'm like, wow, this Perfect. dude's like a Perfect fucking sorcerer. Card. When, and he showed all the ways to hold a card deck, the little subtle differences. I'm like, this man is a practitioner. He is a practitioner. His, his, um, his uh, shuffles, his fans, all these things he knows how to do flawlessly. Each one of those things takes months and years to perfect. Each one of those things. And he has them all ready. And he admits, I am I am really good. Yeah. I am really good at this. And I'm like, like, I have yes, to tell you, you this. Yeah, I'm this good. And at here's what got me. When he blindfolded himself and and he he had all of the uh, all of the spades in a row. And uh, he's like, one time a guy said, um, why don't you have an, why don't you have them in order? He's like, geez, I'm blindfolded. And then he goes about placing all the rest of the cards yeah. in order. Like, how do you wrap your brain? How do you train your brain to, to I don't understand Genius. it. And that's why these guys are awesome at what they do. But it's like, how do you train your brain to memorize the cards? Dude. Like, is it a feel? Is it is it some mathematical equation that you're doing? I don't get it. Genius. I just don't get it. And he it. picked and one time, remember me. when he split the deck and he said, now I'm at the 16th card. Yeah, he knew exactly how many cards he picked up. Yeah, it's like savant-like. He's and these are things that really good. Like and oddly enough, some of these like street performers you see, they can do this. They're just really good at that, and you just don't think they would spend as much time perfecting it. You just don't give them that credit. So when you walk up, you're a mark because they're like, "Oh, you don't think I spend four years just for you?" And I will. I did. And it's and there's one part where he says, I did all this dealing. I did an amazing job. And I looked up and there was a gun pointed at me to train me saying, never take your eyes off the person in front of you. I said, man, he's genius. This is just good old fashioned magic. But then he goes from there. You okay? I know you have a. What is your what are what are your thoughts on the letter thing? I know that kind of. I I I does it does it bug you a little bit? It what is bugs it? me a little bit. Yeah, and I'm what not trying to be the guy that's like because obviously it's a trick. You know what I mean? Of course. But it's just like how the way that it's fed to us. I'm thinking that we're missing something. I'm thinking that <laughs> I don't know. I could be completely wrong about this, and it seems like this is something that would come out 
being that the show was done, what was it, yes. like 520 times or something like yes. that? Yes, and none of them, all of it was legit. You're like, no, I, it was a letter from my family. But it, yeah, but so how? <laughs> do you think it's when you purchased tickets or something like that? Maybe there's some, hey, you know, you're going to be on a television show. There's a very good chance that you're going to be on a television show. You need to sign this release. And that's when they throw that in there. And by the way, you know, I don't know how they do it exactly, but I don't know why it bugged me. It just did. I, I just, I, just, I loved it, dude. I loved I, it too. But here's it was the thing, a Steve. genuine, it wasn't, the thing is, my first thought was, oh, an actor. But I'm like, nope, you can't act that. The thing I'm watching right now is genuine shock. Like, how did you do that? Well, here's the obvious answer. Yeah. It's a plant. I don't think, because you can't act like that. Dude. I I just don't believe these people can act that well. And it would have also come out. 520 of them, but not everyone cried. Yeah, but the ones The one lady did. did, I'm sorry, but the one, there was this one particular lady that he brought down. And she really cried Dude. hard. And there was another guy that was just like, my, I had, like, I haven't seen you in some years. And right then I'm like, oh, this is real. Like, this is a something where, and then one, one person he stood, he's like, hey, do you want to take some time real quick? I'm okay with that. Like, yeah. shocking her. And I said, let's just say he only did that five times. I wouldn't know how he did it those five real times. See, that's, this is where <laughs> I, I become the asshole. Because to me, it's the art of illusion, dude. That's what he's there to do that's what you pay absolutely for. but so why couldn't he have a plan be, uh, the only reason i say he has a have you know how they say like conspiracies he said it's, they say it's impossible to keep a conspiracy unless you only have a conspiracy of yourself because if there's one other person involved it will come out yeah this had after I, I, 500 shows yeah this i'm not has, arguing that yeah it's just you can't there just can't be a plant for 500 shows and that's the thing is that I think that's why it frustrated me. It's like, okay, because I'm too busy going, how did this happen? I'm trying yeah. to work out the logistics uh-huh. in the back of my brain. And I had to let it go. I had to let it go. Exactly. I because had I'd- never seen anything like this before. I said, the fa- I, and that's why Frank Oz took the thing. Interesting choice of a director, by the way. I wouldn't be surprised if he was like, after seeing the show, he said, Maybe. I have never seen anything. And I love how he went through a bunch of different clips saying, this happened multiple times, not just tonight. And the idea of that book that he sends home with people. Yeah, calling someone Jesus, out of the audience. dude. <laughs> hey, you got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was like, pretty funny. Time. And it was so quick. He went through something really emotional. He was like, all right, you got to go. Yeah. And I love how he said, just write down what you think happens now. I said, wow. So you have a bunch of different alternative endings at the end of this show. And then the person gets to come back the next day and see what happens. That is beautiful. And I love how they're like, did you see the elephant in the show? And a lot of people are like, no, I saw the elephant. But I was like, I could see how someone wouldn't. And how smooth he did that, G. And think about this. The letters he took out were letters for the people. He took the letters out. And then those letters were for the people in the audience. The letters he took out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'm going to be in the minority, bro. I know, but the fact that he picked, he's like, he picked up the cards and he's like, where's a, where's my such and such in the audience? And she stood up and he's like, you're not going to believe what's about to happen to yeah. you. <laughs> but then what about the other thing where they, they, uh, before they go in, mm-hmm. I assume they're in the lobby and they yes. each pick a card saying, I am uh-huh. whatever. Mm-hmm. So at the end, dude, he walks through the crowd uh-huh. and he's like, and he's just looking at them and, 
I'm assuming he's guessing what card they picked, right? And they're all going. It's yes, not okay. a guess. Yeah, he knows. There's a reason why he's had so many shows, and the people that walk out of the show are like, "Oh no, 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 no! This was a you can't even focus on how he's doing it. All you can do is, again, the reason why you see Bill Gates and Kamal Bell and uh, you know uh, David Blaine. These people are there not because." Oh, I just want to see a random show in this tiny theater. No, it's out of respect. No, his friends, their people told him, hey, there is something you need to see. And they were like, well, then I'm going to go see it. And I guarantee every single one of them were like, holy crap, what did I just, what did I just witness? And I know, um, again, because there's a human thing where you can... Like I viscerally was there's actors where I'm just like, oh, they're doing a good acting job. And there's my then there's my empathetic side where it's just like when those people were reading those letters, my heart would just was like, oh, this isn't something that I've ever seen. This is because one of them looked at the letter and she put it down to her leg and looked at him like, what the hell? Exactly. And I was like, that's a look of normally you wouldn't do like she looked at it. and It was almost like, I don't know. Their brain is trying to process this thing, but now they have to read in front of people. But their brain is still trying to figure out, like, they'd read part of it and they'd look down and look at him because they're wondering, wait a minute. Like, how? Can I pull back the curtain for just a second? Yeah. And I, I, I'm not saying this what it is, but still, if they were a plant, mm -hmm. your one job is to talk about this letter or yep. that's it or All read the do. letter in front of a crowd. Yes. And it's like, you know, not to sound like fucking Eminem or something, but you only got one shot, you right? So one shot, dude. So why not put your all into it? Why not look at the paper? You know, Derek Delgadio is right next to you and go, okay, so I'm, I need to act surprised. I'm going to put this down consciously. So, you know, like in their consciously, I'm going to put this down and look at him like, are you kidding me? This could happen. Totally. And if there were five of those amazing actors in the world, there, I dude, would say he's on I tour. He's on tour. Five hundred yeah hey here's no an idea freaking way. here's an idea uh, we somehow get out like uh an email to to actors in the area let's have a absolutely. zoom meeting let's have a zoom meeting okay this is what you're expected to do so i want you guys to videotape yourself doing this or uh absolutely. you know record yourself we'll get back to you and hope that it never gets out <laughs> what if it's a um uh non-disclosure no here's here's why i know it's not true you know why we tell you why because that means you can never have a career. You're never going to get on IMDb because someone's going to look up and be like, hey, that's that person that was in the audience. There's no way it can go. Unless you're like, I never want to be on IMDb. I'm just a really good actress that never wants a career. Dude, I just want you to know that I'm not trying to like bash this. It was just, those are the things that I Those was, are the only, because in your about. brain. but It's then my it brain just, wanting everything to be rational. It runs into the ground because they're like, well, then they have to be actors that never want to be on IMDb ever. They just don't want to exist because once it does get on IMDb, someone's going to be like, that's the person from the concert. And if there are, there may be random actors that never want to be on IMDb. But what if it's like a Craigslist thing or something? You know, you're, you're going to find an actor that good that never wants a career. If you're asking a bunch of people, maybe they're not going to be actors is what I'm saying. Maybe it's. Oh, just, no, <laughs> no, way. no, way. Not I, this I don't find that to be completely yeah. irrational. I think it's out. There's no way that's how he did because he's too good. He doesn't want anyone ever to figure it out. Yeah. That's not and there's how a reason why he's that good. So I'm just I'm simply speculating. Yeah, that's but that there is a logical how... answer to this. This dude did not just manifest this letter. Nope. And I know that there's a way that he did it, but it is not. Ran he needed genuine responses. 
So he had to figure out how to get that. Yeah. And so the better way of, because if someone's like, let's hire actors, like guaranteed be like, come on, man, what do I look like? Putting out a, <laughs> no, we're going to do, he figured out another alternate way, whether it, uh, I'm not going to even speculate on how he did it because there's about three ways he could have done it in my brain. I was like, okay, these are things he could have done. No question. And that's, it's pretty good logical ways of doing it. But I just, I couldn't say that those guaranteed the way he did it. And the ending, there's a ton of ways he could have done that, but I just didn't care. I was just like, it's really good. Are you talking about the mid credits thing? No, the, um, the seeing, uh, picking who everyone was. Okay. Well, what about the mid credits thing? That's pretty simple, right? Someone just we, drives. We get the, cro- we get uh, cross streets, and someone just yeah, jams someone out just and drops up. it. Yeah, off. that's a cakewalk. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. yeah, that's a cakewalk. The um the the but the the what you call it the I think it was just more impactful the naming everybody and having them sit down. And also, I don't care how he did it because certain people put what they want to be, and for him to be one of the first, they might he might have been one of the first one to be like you're a singer, and no one's ever called her that. And having someone say, you are a creative, it you could tell when he said it to them, it hit them. Like, this is who I want to be called. And then when he had that, someone's like, he didn't want to say, he's like, you're a nobody. That's a heartbreaker, dude. Hey, we're also missing one big thing here. What's that? Editing. Oh, I would. There could have just, been a, there could have been ten people. No, nah, what the fuck are you talking about? No, 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 no. Because it, remember, most of the the only reason that this show is popular is because a ton of people also reviewed it on Twitter, saying this is what happened, or Facebook, this is what happened at the show. Can you mm. believe this crap? Uh, I didn't know any of that. Oh, I, it's I been a live show for five hundred. Like that's the reason it started in New York in this tiny theater, and he exploded. Like people were like, we have never in our lives seen anything the likes of Derek Delgadio. And I know he made a trip to the Magic Castle. He didn't do his show, but he did a trick like card tricks. And Mm -hmm. people were like, um, yeah, this kid is the truth. And then, yeah, his show was humongous, dude. But it's just impossible to get tickets. It's impossible to get tickets. You know, because you see the size of the theater. Right. It's not the, for everyone has, I mean, you see it's, what is it? uh, Maybe. I'd say 500 seater. Yeah, maybe five. It's a, really like, small. It, I was in a theater it, like that. I saw the Toxic Avenger musical in New York, and it was one of those off-Broadway little theaters. It, and, it's, and it's a theater where it's like, apparently, you know, I think it's smart, though, because you don't want, he's not going to do massive places because you can't transfer that. You know, he's not going to walk through freaking Save Mart Center naming everybody. <laughs> you know, you have to have, a very and I'm very interested in what he does next. But um, what else you got? You got what else you got to say about it? Because um, I will say, and again, I'm not trying to like shit on this or anything like that. But for me, I did not get a lot of what everyone else got out of this. I mean, I heard heard you say it. I've heard a lot of people say, "Man, it's just if you watch one thing, and this is this just blew my mind, and it's so deep and everything." And I will say this: I enjoyed all of the stories that he told. I thought they were very. He's a very good storyteller, and he makes you think. I enjoyed the illusions. Very much. The cards were my favorite part of it. The magic was my favorite part of it. But I think that because I was removed from the theater, it allowed me time to be cynical versus being in the theater, really soaking it all in. And I think that had I been given the the chance, don't get me wrong, I think this is very good, but had I been given the chance to see it in a theater, 
I think that I would have had the the desired effect that everyone else got. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, for yeah. me, uh, it didn't. I'm not going to say it didn't work. I did find it very enjoyable. I did put my phone down the entire time, and you know, and we talked about it afterwards. And so it did stimulate thought. But I did not get what everyone else got out of this for me. It's it's. Um, I would probably watch it again. I would probably tell someone to watch it, but I would not be like, "You have got to watch this. This is going." I just I don't feel what a lot of people are feeling. What's your What's your rating? Maybe I'm just an asshole, uh, but I will go ahead and give it a. I'll give it like a three out of five. That's just fun. because it was interesting. Yeah. I like yeah. again, I like the storytelling, but the magic was really what did it for me. I will give this one a four point five out of five. Um, oh, by the way, uh, go ahead. Golden I Bricks. Didn't, oh, okay. You know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and say that too, just because I forgot to throw it on. Yeah, I'll give it three, four out of five. I would say if you're a fan of magic or if you're a practitioner of magic, you have got to watch this. Yeah, it's a workshop. Right. Um, also, one thing I did enjoy the story about the, and I'm forgetting what he called it, was the um, Rouletador, or what did he call oh, it? Rouletista. Rouletista, that's it, yeah. I thought that was a really cool story, too. Smart. And it's just, yeah, it's a very smart story. It's something that I, all of these things that we watched, I had, I can say that I'd never really seen before, but. The click at the end and all the papers fall as if it was. Oh, yeah, song. that was very cool, too. And like, I thought oh, that's beautiful, dude. And I'm like, okay, so what'd they do? Did they, uh, that's why he's up there. He's getting everyone's attention. And then they slide in the backdrop. But you know, there's a one person that's always going to be watching, waiting for the illusion. So I don't know. That would have been me. Maybe it just wasn't, I'm not the target audience, but because I can't think of anything else right now and I forgot to rate it, I'm going to go ahead and give it three out of five gold bricks myself. Done deal. And what did you rate? You said four out of five? 4.5 out of 5. 4.5. You really like this thing, man. You don't really oh, go that dude. high normally. I'm not going to ever watch it again. Oh, I might watch it with Bell. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's worth a rewatch. And honestly, I almost watched it again last night, but I decided to watch something else again that we'll be talking about in just a second. But All hey, right. dude, let me try this out real quick. Maybe I can do a little spoiler thing here. Let's see. Let's try this out. All right. How you like that? Does that sound all right? Sure. All right, let's see what else we got. Let me throw another layer on real quick. Hey, yo, spoilers. We got some fucking spoilers for you. I'm talking spoilers. You can't listen in if you haven't seen this just because they're spoilers. How many times do I gotta tell you it's all about the spoilers? Yeah, spoilers. There you go. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, I'll just I'll just fit that in later, Steve. Had to work. Hey, you know what? You gotta start somewhere. You gotta plant the seed and see what grows. Absolutely. That was not a good seed. <laughs> I will not allow that one to germinate. All right. So the next thing, Steve, is uh something that I asked you to watch. Had you heard of this before I gave you the Yes. You had, okay. Mm-hmm. This is something that I 100% just, I was just looking for something to watch. It's been a while since I've watched a, I don't want to call it a horror movie, but it's been a while since I'd watched something like that. I haven't really been paying attention to Shudder very much. I don't know what you're going to say about this one, but the movie that we're talking about, the actual title is PG, Psycho Goreman. After unearthing a gem that controls an evil monster looking to destroy the universe, a young girl and her brother use it to make him do their bidding. It's directed by and written by Stephen Kostansky. Stars Matthew Nineber, Kristen McAuliffe, Rick Amsbury, Adam Brooks, Scout Flint, Nita Josie Hanna. We're going to come back to her in just a second. And then there's Robert Homer. There's a bunch of people in this. I've never actually heard of any of these people in this movie. But uh, I threw this on. And 
I got to tell you, bro, it was worth a second watch for me. I'm going to start there. I found this movie to be crazy enjoyable because it's not often that I'm able to like watch a movie like this and for some reason just go, dude, you got to turn your brain off. Just, just it, it, They know exactly what they're doing right now. Let them do it. And they ran with it. And I will put this movie up there. Not necessarily. I'm not comparing the two, but because they have a totally different tones, but like I kind of put it up there with the Uncle Peckerhead. Oh, that works. That works. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's kind of like the same absurd storyline. Yeah. But it's funny. And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'll start there. What did you think? I thought it was it was good. I thought it was a good little it was a good little fun flick to have like on in the back. I thought it was like oh because I was doing other stuff. I was like yeah, it's it's fine. It's good. It's a fun throwback to eighties uh, horror movies. Uh, practical effects. Really cool, everything over the top. The uh, the you know chill parents that don't understand how crazy everything is. It's just fun. It was just a fun movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it was more of like a '90s feel. Definitely had like early '90s, early first few seasons of. Not that I watched it, but my kid did. Power Rangers. Um, the practical effects was really what made me think that. Other than that. Some of the dialogue, you know, some of the mannerisms and everything. But um, what really made me like this was the chemistry between Psycho Gorman and um, Mimi, the little girl. I think this little girl is a freaking star, dude. I, I love this little girl. She's so goddamn funny. And I think that she's what made the movie for me. I did not like her. Oh, I loved her. That's I thought trip. she was good. Okay. I think, yeah, I think it's just, uh, but everything else I dug, she was the one part I did not like. She had the best lines in the movie. She made it for me, dude. I just love the chemistry between those two. I thought it was great. Uh, some of the fighting, just the, the choreography of the fighting, it made me think like, this must be a fun ass movie to, to film, you know? Yes. Yes. Probably not very comfortable for a lot of the actors wearing all the stuff that they had on because the, <laughs> like the effects, the practical effects were just straight up out of like 1991. And everything's like heavy and, and latex. And I, I did watch a little bit about that too. And dude had to walk around. The guy that plays Psycho Gorman, Matthew Nineveh, had to walk around that shit all day long to the point where he didn't even want to like move because it would just give extra heat. So you see him just sitting there a lot, you know, and being miserable. But I guess the dude was a trooper for that. And it looks like it too, because that shit looked like a, a lot of latex. A lot. Yeah, he he was the star for me. That he was, was great. The, he was the one that made this if if he he made it realistic for me. I was like the guy under not the guy underneath that outfit is killing it. I thought that he did a fantastic job. It was just all in all, I know the director hit the exact tone he wanted to hit. There is no question that the movie he made is the movie he wanted to make. No question. There's no way getting around it. I really want to get this guy on, man. It's been a long time since we've done an interview and I want to pick his brain a little bit. I want to see where this character cool. came from. Uh, I know he has some other work that I haven't seen. There's a uh, one called Biocop. Biocop shows up in this movie. It's like, I guess he had like a short that he made a long time ago and he wanted to somehow do like an origin story of Biocop. So that's exactly what it is. That whole thing that happens in the playground. Oh, that's really smart. I love that he just like dives into his vision. He's really into the... Uh, the costume design and all that stuff he put, I guess this guy pretty much did like everything on this movie with the help of his crew. That's really so yeah, dope. I take my hat off to him, man. I really enjoyed it. It's just a fun movie. It's not going to be for everybody because you're going to look at the trailer and you're either going to go, Nope. Or you're going to be like, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> there's, there's no, there's no in between like, eh, maybe it'll be good. Uh, yeah. Maybe I should check it out later. It's either going to be, I'm watching this shit now or I'll never watch this movie. So if you fall into that, I'm watching this shit now camp. I think you will enjoy this movie. 
I really did. I actually purchased it. I could watch this movie several times. That's I really dope, liked it man. a lot. You can get it for, uh, I don't know, everywhere else, but I, on iTunes, you can actually get it for like 12 bucks. It was worth it to me, and I really want to support this guy. And I hope that he, I hope that he hears this, and uh, maybe he'll come on to the show. I would love to do an interview with him. So uh, I'll go ahead and rate it. I will go ahead and give this movie... I really liked it. I'm going to give it 3.75 out of 5 brain blobs. Nice. I will give it 3 out of 5 body part swords. And mind you, I'm coming from a dude. It's a, I'm coming from just a billion horror movies, and so it's just one of those things where, like, the fact that this is good it means a lot because it means it stands out. Yeah. I'm like, I've seen a million of them, and this is I think this is having seen a million of this style. I think I would if he stays in this niche, he can rule it. This guy has the capability of of ruling this niche sort of. Uh, horror filmmaking no question i would love if they were saying that they were gonna do um like i don't know a new a new uh some sort of new monster he's create or they're they're creating i would love this dude to take it on i would love it do you think this guy gets any inspiration from lloyd kaufman who's lloyd kaufman creator of toxic avenger as they have to. Are you talking about from the um from um tr- the trauma folks? Yeah. Yeah, he's a tr- yeah. I mean, if he didn't, he got influenced by another person who came from trauma. <laughs> yeah, there's there's yeah. just hints of trauma all over this, right? Yes, dude. There's no question. He definitely he definitely, you know, trauma was a for sure inspiration, no question. Well, I, for one, would recommend the hell out of this movie. Check it out. I think you can rent it for like $3.99, $4.99. It's, it's a bargain. And I think, if again, if you this is the kind of movie you're going to know right away. And if it's something that interests you, check it out. What really surprised me is how much Gail liked it because we watched it twice. And that's something that she does not do. And she was all over it, man. So, that's good. Psycho that's really good. Gorman. Check yeah. it out. Check it out. You know, who, you know uh, going back to Homeboy, you know who I think he really was? And I would love to know if he was influenced by Adam Green because I see a lot of hatchet in this movie too. I would love to, if there was another hatchet and they could give it to this guy, I would love to see what he did with it. Well, he's clearly drawing from the genre, as you would say. Genre? Genre. Yes. Hey Steve, before we go, uh, there's one thing that I watched last night. I really wasn't planning on talking about it, but it's kind of sticking with me. So I thought I would go ahead and talk about this one. Uh, Promising Young Woman. It came out in 2020, but it just got on my radar about, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago, something like that. And let me give you the synopsis real quick. A young woman traumatized by a tragic event in her past seeks out vengeance against those who crossed her path. It's directed by Emerald Fennell, written by Emerald Fennell, stars Carrie Mulligan, Bo Burnham, and Allison Brie. I don't really want to give too much about this movie, but I will say that when I started it, I was, and it looked like it was going in the direction that I thought the trailer was going. I was expecting one type of a movie. And I ended up getting something completely different. This movie really focuses on the character of Cassandra, or Cassie as they call her. And she's a former med student that, witnesses something super traumatic in college that forces her to actually drop out of med school. And it's about her basically trying to like, I don't want to say finding herself because that's too, too generic. It's her dealing with this trauma, not trusting any man whatsoever, finding love, but still dealing with all of this. And then what happens when she finds said love definitely takes the movie into yet another direction. And then when you get to the end of this movie, it takes you into another fucking direction. So this movie, I think I appreciate this one because it really kept me on my toes. Maybe 
uh, some people are like, yeah, I saw everything coming. But this particular movie, was, as I'm watching it, I'm trying to, I'm thinking that I'm, the movie's going one direction and it keeps just changing on me. Uh, it's not confusing by any means. It's just you go, oh, oh, okay, I see what they're doing now. But when it gets to the end, I just did not see things going that way. I liked it. I think it's a very smart movie. It's not the happiest movie, but it is definitely worth checking out. It's a, uh, I would definitely call it like a thriller. And um, Carrie Mulligan is fantastic in this. I have never really heard of her before. Apparently, she was. Uh, I was reading something in Variety just today. It's on Variety.com, and she was talking about how she really didn't think that she had the right look for this movie, meaning aesthetically. Like in other words, she felt like there are many other people that could, because she has to play some sexy roles in this sometimes, and she thought that there was other people that could do so much better. At one point, she thought that Scarlett Johansson was going to come and swoop the role up. I remember seeing her in Brothers. She was great in Brothers. In Brothers with Toby uh, Toby Maguire. And- oh, that's why I didn't watch it, Steve. No, and and your boy. Um- yeah, but it's got Tobey Maguire though. So. Oh, you don't do that. You don't do the Tobey Maguire. I don't do Toby. Mm-mm. She was good in Public Enemies too. She doesn't really strike me as anyone that I've seen before. Like mm-hmm. I, I can go, oh yeah, she's from this or that. But I really enjoyed her work in this. And this is a movie that um, it could trigger some emotions. I'll just say that. Okay. It's it's it's, it's definitely has a lot to do with like a, a trauma that a woman might experience. You know, perhaps trigger warning or something yes, like that. Yes. So there's definitely a trigger warning in this here. There are some scenes that I'm like, wow, like. They went there and they held there for like a little too long sometimes. It's a little uncomfortable, but again, uh, great movie. So I'm going to go ahead and give this movie a four out of five ditched careers, man. There we go. Yeah, Perfect. that's it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of our amazing show. Oh, and good news to you. They're doing a class action lawsuit against Robin Hood. Oh, yeah, that's a given, dude. That's coming for sure. Lucky, And they're going to win for sure. Of course um, they're going to. Shenanigans, uh, man. I love you guys. I hope. That one of the people that um, won a ton of money is one of our listeners so that they can school us on Wall Street bets and kind of give us the inside game. I love you guys. Peace out. Enjoy. Be safe. Wear your Miz ask and possibly two. Holla. You need to holler. You need to wear your Miz ask. And then, of course, you need to give me these tips. Like if you know what's up and you, you actually made money off of this, hit me up privately. I want to make a little money, too. I got to buy a car. OK, I'm, I'm asking you folks. All right. We come to you free every week. Just give me some fucking information. My name is Dan Ramirez. That's Steve Hudson. We are the Heroes of Noise. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to us. We'll be back before you know it. And there's a new Patreon episode coming, too, like I said before. So with that, be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace. Peace. <laughs>